the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Ready? It's time for Milberger's Gardening, South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Milberger's Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bolverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake. And welcome to Milberger's Gardening. Gardening South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The answer, 210... Oh, he's running away. Man, we, we frightened him. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Or come on by. It is an absolutely gorgeous day here at Millburgers. Minus the wind. <laughs> yes. The week and week... Uh-oh. We're getting, Get getting some feedback on Calvin. Look, uh, if you, uh, look at the flags. The flags, yeah. Yesterday <laughs> they were pointing straight at us, <laughs> which we know which way is north by northwest. And take your choice of the fragrances, too. Christmas yeah. trees yeah. or uh, socks. We have wassail on here. Wassel, yeah. You good. can kind of spell it. Yeah, the stocks. Uh, you, you got a couple. A few, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Calvin, uh, on Sundays you want to get here before... 10 or uh, 11 because yeah it's that's you're buying pre-calvin well, <laughs> lucky i didn't find a bigger con- uh, wagon. Yeah, wagon we are lucky he uh, had he had about this much room left <laughs> in that wagon which was about an inch left yeah well, one of the staff people uh, figured out a way i could get more on there. oh did they oh that's so trace will be so happy all right there oh, as i was leaving yesterday uh, i found somebody that uh bought, bought more uh, uh, Cyclamans and Calvin did. What? Yeah. They're, they're, That's uh, not your A lying. couple, and they were parked out there. And uh, I first saw they had uh, the, the lady uh, was pulling uh, the carton, a uh, wagon full of Cyclamen. Could not get another one on that. And I said, <laughs> I wanted to say, I hope you got a bank loan to pay for those. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I, but I bet you got them on sale. I was cold. <laughs> and so I looked around, and up comes her husband oh, with no, another, another, oh. another wagon full. They're going to have a gorgeous yard. Oh, yeah. And... Uh, but don't be don't be throwing down that gauntlet in front of Calvin. They bought more than Calvin. <laughs> well, I don't know. Calvin how, is the cyclamen king of I San Antonio. I don't know how, how many he bought, but uh, well, I always this was a bunch of them. You're going to have to always t- uh, men- mention the second mortgage. Yeah, right. For <laughs> cyclamen. But uh, she wasn't, n- neither one of them were worried about it. They were after no. the beauty of those. Yeah. Oh, gosh, they're, they're spectacular. <laughs> this this kind of weather is, oh, is perfect. Oh, yeah, perfect. Well, and as I was walking in uh, at the entrance up there, over there, uh, to the to the right as you enter, 
uh, they got a bunch of uh, uh, snapdragons over there. Hmm. And I got my eye caught one uh, yellow one. And now, I mean, that's blue, beautiful, full of bloom. And guess what it had on it? A monarch. Oh, did it? Oh, yeah. poor monarch. Yeah. Did you explain to it? It needs to get out of here and fast. <laughs> uh, if, if, I'd have, if I'd have had a camera, that yeah. would have been a hell of a picture. That yeah, and it's beautiful not, yellow one. They, they do, uh, the butterflies get nectar from uh, uh, snapdragons, but not like they do from some yeah. of the other plants. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. But I guess that was a... And then we saw one out here on those uh, blue plumbagos. Yeah, no, they get they like plumbagos. <laughs> uh, there was, there was, and there's a sulfur out there getting on the blue plumbagos. Listen to Jerry. Man, <laughs> I've never heard him talk this much about butterflies. This year, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's really into it. Well, we got the. It's funny how they dive into that uh, plumbago. Yeah. There, there's the big one. He's jumping around in the plumbago. Yeah, over to the right there. And then there's milkweed next to that. So yeah, it's, uh, yeah. Watch him. He's getting ready to jump up. All right, come on. After he gets everybody, his... everybody, look to your right. There he there is. There he goes. Okay. Or she goes. It's black uh, swallowtail. All right. Yeah. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Toll free. It's 866 866- 308-8867. I got a, a question, but I'll wait till Trace comes in. I'll ask him to. Okay. Okay. But uh, I got, I found my, pic, you know, yesterday I was blowing around so much I couldn't. It find, was a little breezy. <laughs> I couldn't find uh, uh, the tomato pictures. Of, uh, oh, milk, of uh, uh, Billy's, yeah. Bill, Billy's, yes. yeah. You remember, Show that to Kevin. Uh, yeah. uh, blow, you talk about blowing around. You remember when we were at the. Uh, I think it was the very first or maybe the second. Uh, oh, down. my goodness, yeah. yeah. Uh, Floresville and uh, <laughs> all of our papers and handouts oh, were yeah. blowing across the highway yeah. over into the H-E-B parking lot. It was covered in <laughs> And uh, the funny, well, it wasn't funny, but uh, they were, we were sending, selling uh, tomato plants down there, the rodeo tomato yeah. And, uh, but they were in the back of Rob's truck, but uh, the he couldn't get them out. He he only had one tomato out. Yeah, because uh, for display. Guy. And uh, if somebody wanted one, he would get get one. <laughs> and say, shelter it. Yeah, and shelter and say, okay, now you get ready. Run, open run, that door. You run to the run to your car with this. Or it's going to get leaf shredded off, <laughs> which was in the example that we were showing there. It shredded every leaf off of it, sandblasted them, I guess. <laughs> you know, uh, up in Kansas, at Kansas State, uh, I, was under, I was studying under the fruit guy out there, pomologist, but one of, the, one of my favorite vegetables. Uh, experts uh, named Greg <laughs> last name was Greg and uh, <laughs> and I he, he they were studying what makes tomatoes cat face making it that uh, long scar along the yeah. bottom and one of the 
theories was it was sandblasting, early early damage by uh, blowing sand. Of course, Kansas oh. always has blowing wind. Uh, but <laughs> when I, when I got, when I got down here, uh, I looked around. And I said, "What's what's different about this down here? No wind." Oh, <laughs> and in Tennessee, same thing, just silent. But in in Kansas, you always got a fifteen to twenty mile an hour wind. Ugh. Yeah, Amarillo oh, had a similar. The, yeah, the, especially uh, in the morning, right? Yeah, especially in the morning. Um, here, see if you like this segue. So yeah, the weather sounds good this week, especially next Saturday with a high near seventy-one degrees. Ooh. I don't have I don't have Sunday yet, but what's happening Saturday that would be nice to enjoy in seventy-one degrees? <laughs> Christmas trees, <laughs> Christmas trees. That's true. Live and yes, cut. Uh, Santa, Santa's here. here. And this is the real Santa. Yeah. <laughs> We've seen his ID. And he's going to have a picture taker. He paid $8 to get his ID authenticated. No, that's a... Sorry. Okay. <laughs> Twitter joke. You will be surprised how real this Santa is. I know. I've seen Santa. He was here last year. No, nope, this is... Uh, this is, I, this is this the is, real one? This is the real one. Wow. Okay. <laughs> I bet he'd let us sit on his lap. You try it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, where, where is he going to be sitting? Uh, right over by the manger. Oh, oh, good. Okay. 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 So you're going to have a little area for pictures? We have an area for pictures. Uh, the train picks up right there, so Santa will come in on a train. All right. Okay. Uh, from 11 to 1, we're going to have uh, face painters and balloon art. Yeah. Also from 11 to 1. And I'm missing something. Is the train? Is Santa going to be able to ride the train? By himself. <laughs> on the way here and on the way back. <laughs> okay. Yeah, <laughs> that's how Santa weighs nothing. And, and it's my, it's my understanding he's not, he's not twelve, under twelve. But, no, uh, but he's but he's, he's ageless. He's over two hundred. Yeah. That, so Jerry, there's, when nobody, you, there's nobody else that can. When you when you reach over two hundred, uh, you can ride the train. Oh, over two hundred pounds. <laughs> no, over, uh, over two hundred years old. Uh, Another three say, or four years. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so all that's happening. You can go to MillburgerNursery.com to find out all the details. The wassail, the popcorn. That's uh, why I had to run off this morning because uh, wassail ran right through me. Oh, oh did it? Oh, no. Uh-oh. <laughs> That'll happen. It does. Okay. Um, I haven't drank mine yet. So maybe I better be careful of that. Okay, yeah. Especially since you and Calvin uh, beat me to the restroom right I know. Calvin pushed me down. I just got out of my chair to go to the restroom. Calvin duh, threw this block on me. And Y'all miss it. You, want you all want it's, me to taste yours the and see if that's okay? Uh, see if that's okay. It was all about the quantity, not the Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, well, absolutely. Please, help yourself. And uh, the wassail is just fine. Okay. Yeah. I saw, uh, I saw a beautiful, I mean, beautiful, beautiful poinsettia going out this morning uh, was that a hanging basket you were out there uh that lady oh no, yeah that you was, mentioned those yesterday that was a that was a peter today that was morning. a peterson 10 inch 10 inch yeah wow it was spectacular <laughs> there they are yeah uh, he's they're good growers so all this is happening next week it sounds like it's going to be absolutely gorgeous so uh put it on your calendar for next saturday and sunday uh the only difference is sunday you'll be taking your own pictures uh 
with uh, Santa and the kiddos. That's correct. Okay. Can they bring their pets if they're nice? Um, well, they can bring their pets regardless. Now, whether Santa's allergic or not, uh, oh, I, I do not know. He can't be allergic. Mm. Not reindeers, for sure. I heard he had uh, that, that red nose. Yeah. Now, that was Rudolph had the allergies. Yeah. yeah that was just a shame. <laughs> All right. 210-308-8867. So I've got a question. Uh-oh. And I can, I can, uh, I was waiting till Trace got here. Good. So That's good. we have, I want to get everybody's opinion. So we have an area between our house and the next house. Our house is lower. So when we get a heavy rain, we get all the, the soil. When did that, that happen? When did what happen? The heavy rain. Oh, it's going to happen. <laughs> we're prepared for this. Um, okay. So we're trying to think if we could plant something. That would hold the soil down. No. What? I thought all the on the plains they that was the big problem was there was all all this erosion. Plains are flat. What's that? Oh. Okay. <laughs> so like they do. They look, have whole. You had to go to the sauce website. They've got whole uh, programs and uh, diagrams of of uh, how to prote- uh, protect from erosion. How oh. to conserve. Water that normally would go th- right through your yard. Yeah. Well, there you go. It's yeah. Just it just just like all this soil flows into our yard. Um, That's good. Well, I guess, but it's awfully yucky. So I was trying to think of what we could plant. Now here's the draw. Is we it got. on the side of the house? It's on the side of the house, and it's under a big oak. Ooh, that's great. It is. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Well, what are you that thinking? Silt. So oh. My answer is a uh, fern. Fern? Yep. Okay. What kind of fern? Well, is any kind of your, fern? Your choice, but uh, I, my favorite would be river fern. If they get sad during the winter, you go in with your mower or your weed eater, whack them to the ground. Oh. And then they sprout back out next year. And what was it called again? River fern. River fern, okay. Uh, but if you wanted something that's more likely to stay green for the winter, holly fern. Ooh. I'm, I'm just trying to eat something that doesn't mind its, that, its feet wet. Okay. And now the, the only drawback, Milton, is if it's not raining. You're going to have to water it. You're going to have to water it. Yeah. <laughs> We've thought of that. You know, it's got a ferny name. Uh, okay, hold on. I'm writing this down. <laughs> so holly fern. That's, right. a, that's a pretty one. And oh, what was fern. the other one? River. River fern. Okay. Or some people call it wood. Wood fern. Oh, Okay. Cool. All right. I will suggest those. What about ivies or jasmine or? Sure, but I was trying to think of things that wouldn't mind their feet wet. Okay, they, those guys mind. Their I'm assuming feet. it stays wet for a while after. Oh, probably so. What about grasses? Feet That's wet tough. again? Yeah, but no uh, sun and feet wet. You know, <laughs> if, if you're wanting a true grass, the only one to try would be inland sea oats, and I imagine it's not going to like staying. Too wet. Okay. Yes, it could. Yeah. Yeah, Forest Apple grows that every year. Oh, does he? It's it. I guess it comes back every year because it's in the in uh, beside his driveway. What is it? What is it? In inland sea oats. Oh, sea oats. Yeah. They're pretty. I mean, it's when it goes to seed, it is. Otherwise, yeah. it looks kind of weedy. Yeah. Inland sea oats. Sea oats. Oh, like Cheerios. Okay. <laughs> All right, we got some things to work, look for, and work on. Thank you, guys. But, uh, but it's not. It's not. I think we were going to go. Not a disciplined plant. Oh, no. okay. He's got his concrete on both sides. Uh, no, no, we don't. 
But uh, and produce the, the seed pods, uh, like you say, pretty when they dry. Uh, dry can deal with the shade. Yeah, the yeah. shade is the big issue. I mean, the soil is beautiful. I mean, you the trouble is you walk through it. You know, now and you, you, you bring take, you take some with you. You do. You take you it wherever you go, and then otherwise it's just kind of soft and silty and. Isn't that neat? It is neat. So, anyhow. I, I bet your grass will grow the best over there, or your plants that mm. you plant over there, because the soil is probably deeper. Oh, uh, maybe so. Well, I could try some. You're getting your neighbors. But we want to be able to walk through it, too, because it's kind of like the trash goes out that way. Well, you can't walk through ferns. Oh, so, fudge. So, <laughs> so you, you need to get uh, some some sacrificial stepping stones. Yeah, there you go. And then you make sure that path stays open, and then okay. you plant everything on the sides of that. Okay. <laughs> she wanted stepping stones anyway. Okay. So we, that'll work. Or flagstone, because stepping stones are a little hard to find. Oh. We do have them. But, okay. Uh, and the flagstone are the big square 12 by 12 by 1 inch or something? No, flagstone is like natural rock. Oh. Okay, I'll have to go look for it. It's at the front corner. What's that? Front corner. Front corner. All right, cool. Down there. Trace, what else? Are you leaving? Do you need to go? Okay, cool. What else do we need to know, uh, talk about? <laughs> we talked about that. Anything coming in? Uh, or you take a sip or whatever you need. <laughs> Cyclamen. Yeah. Oh, uh, more Cyclamen? Yeah. I so, don't... so this week was kind of weird with uh, Thanksgiving in it. So oh. the, the Cyclamen provider uh, doesn't want their drivers on the road for Thanksgiving. Yeah. But that's okay next week because it's not Thanksgiving next week. Oh, good. Okay. Some more Cyclamen. <laughs> and I hear you're having a 90% off sale. Yes. <laughs> On the uh, fall decorations and a small dab of Halloween decorations. Yeah, and so if you're looking for uh, nice gift ideas or something for your home, yeah, at 90% off, it was it was a kind of addictive. I found a couple things. I won't say what. And, and I sold you more after the fact. Yeah, I walked out, and yeah, and then Trace said, oh, what about these two? Okay, you need that. No. <laughs> it's like you start doing the math, and you're like, Wow, how can <laughs> how can you not do it? You almost it, it almost is very and, close to that. And she'll think that you paid. For I know. That's right. We don't. She doesn't, she doesn't listen, does she? Uh, sometimes, yes, yeah, she does. Oh, <laughs> it's okay. Sorry, that's all right. I'll tell her. <laughs> all right, she likes the bargain too. All right, two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven, and you know what else makes a great gift? A tree hugger sprinkler. Because it'll help you keep that tree going. I'll go with that. Yeah. What's that? I like that. Yeah. Well, wait till you hear this. Um, <laughs> if you want to keep, you know, Jerry and Calvin will probably bring it up. Or if you call with a question about a, uh, a tree that's just recently planted and how to care for it, uh, the, one of the things they're going to make sure that they talk about is keeping the root ball wet and keeping it moist. And uh, the uh, tree hugger sprinkler will help you do that. Here's how it works. So it has a hinge on it. It's hard plastic. It's built solid. And you uh, open it up on that hinge. I'm going to open it up a little faster. And then you close it. And you close it or hug it around the tree. You want to close it slowly because, yeah, you've got to be careful with the tree. Uh, and then you can uh, control the water uh, in just a little bit. Or and I don't know if either you, uh, either at the sprinkler, yeah, at the sprinkler or at the uh, 
water faucet. Yeah, either one. And that, that little, uh, the little drip is what just allows it to flow down to the root ball and uh, water that and keep it moist. And then you can water outside of that, too, with the other uh, sides. But it's a great, great item. It would be a great gift for yourself or for somebody else, and you'll find it here at Millburgers. You'll find it at HEB, I guess, if they still have the things. I don't know if they're still doing garden things or they moved them all out. But anyway, all right. 210, and you can read more about it at treehuggersprinkler.com. Yeah. All right. What's and uh, we're still in the severe drought. Yeah, so this would be great if you're because don't 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 let that drippy well, rain we had and fool you. If well, it'd be good to have just on hand anyway because we. Oh yeah. But the uh, is it still true that around January we'll start getting more trees in, or is that no real, longer the uh, real trees? What's that? What kind of trees are we talking about? Uh, like. I don't know. We always get this big selection in January. There's always a book that comes out. So yes, that, that, or is it the fruit trees I'm thinking of? Well, it's both. Okay. So we always start as soon as we finish with Christmas and inventory. We start stocking back up the stuff that doesn't take effort when it's cold. Okay. So that'll be shade trees, fruit trees. Most of that'll be in uh, by the last week of January. Uh, could bleed over into the second week or the first week of February. Uh, but we always try to have that in for David's first seminar. Oh, that's right. That's right. So that you can have that tree hugger sprinkler ready to go. There yeah. you go. All right. Well, you know, we say uh, because of this drought, you need to be watering that root ball at least once a week, maybe more, for the, f- for the first two years mm. that that plant is being established. As Calvin says in his article. Says, what? It's a good time to plant shade trees as long as the planting hole is soaked with water and the tree receives a weekly irrigation unless we start receiving enough rain to meet the tree's needs. Mm. And if it's it's been in the ground for less than two years, uh, it hasn't been able to grow a root system out because of the dry yeah. soil. How many years do you recall that we've actually had enough rain to meet the tree's requirements that wouldn't require you oh. to kind of sit on it a little bit and be careful? Well, last year, no. And baby it. But the, uh, the, year, the year before was pretty good. Okay. Yeah. When we have, that's the issue, though, with our climate. We <laughs> have erratic a yep. rainfall, you yeah. know, even when it... I, I recall yeah. one year, Milton, that I remember seeing refrigerators floating down the road, <laughs> and nobody complained about drought for two years. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. I was, I was trying to... I thought we were talking about that today uh, with, uh, we, like, the wonky San Antonio weather. It was the hottest summer on record. Or something like that, followed up by two months of flooding. <laughs> it was just, ah. Uh, but, okay, hey, we need to take a break. 210-308-8867. When Richard, when we come back, we'll talk to you about that hedge right after this on 930 AM, The Answer. Before Christmas and all through the house, they don't a ting pass, not even a mouse. The children were nestled, good snug on the floor, and Mama passed the pepper. Through the crack in the door. Then mama in the fireplace. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. He's passed. Who's that? That guy. Has he? Yeah. Who is it? It's a Cajun uh, 
<laughs> yes. I'm not sure that's him. But uh, uh, <laughs> we, we, you were talking about Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. We've got Randolph the Rouge-Nosed Reindeer coming up by Justin Wilson. <laughs> All right, 210-308-8867. Richard is on the line. Hi there, Richard. Welcome to the show. How can we help you in your hedge today? Yes, I've got a question. Is there a better time of year than the other to prune a hedge or trim it? Is there a better time to w- prune a hedge? Oh, prune a hedge? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. What kind is it? When's it? When's its main growth period? Um, I'm not sure what kind it is. Small leaves. It's evergreen, so it never. Uh, yeah. Never. Uh, the best time. Best time to prune those shrubs or, or tree uh, edges like that is in the spring, right before they flush their new growth. Uh, that's you know if people growing uh, red tip fortinias. They like to prune them in the February or March and force the new growth out, which is red. That's I'm standing in front of it right now, and I see a lot of light-colored leaves that emerged, so I'm assuming this water's giving it a little spurt also, rain. Uh, uh, where, where are the sprouts uh, emerging from, the ground? Very tips. Oh, the very tips, that's good. Yeah, for some reason, it's making a flush of growth. Have you watered it? I have not. Hmm. That's what, that's what Mother Nature gave it over the past few days. Yeah, uh, it's, uh, it's good and bad. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it needed the, obviously needed the water, but that new growth is going to be pretty vulnerable to uh, freeze, freezing weather freeze, if we have yeah. it. Yeah. But uh, it, won't, it won't kill the plant by any means. Basically, it's trimming it back for you. Okay. I also had a question on on shaping it. Uh, from what I read, there's two conflicts. One is aesthetics to make it look square so it matches the neighborhood. And I've also read shape it in the shape that it grows in nature. So is there a pro or con to one or the other? Well, most people shape shape them like uh, in boxes and they can even grow grow them in uh, what is it they call it? Uh, make figures out of them, uh, hedges. And, topiary. Yeah, topiary type thing. But uh, as far as nature, it would just be a upright, sprawling thing. Uh, I don't think you'd want that in your neighborhood. What is it? The the hedge he's talking about. He says some some uh, sections say. Uh, prune them like a formal hedge, and some people say just let them grow to their natural form. Well, it depends which on what, is <laughs> what, kind of form, what kind of plant it is. Yeah. I bet it's a... a Not a primrose jasmine. No, no, no. I think I have Milton's email to the studio. Maybe I'll take a quick pick and email it. I'll yeah, would you? Already. Thank you much. Okay. Yeah. Bye bye. Uh, thanks for calling. The little leaves make me think that maybe it's like a a boxwood or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good. That's a good guess. Thank you. We'll we see. didn't ask you. you. Anonymous too. Yeah. So. Uh, email me Milton at uh, klup dot com, and then I'll show the guys. We we didn't ask him how old the planting was. Oh. A lot a lot of times we know the boxwoods and things get real big, real old. Yeah. And you try to bring them down or cut them cut them down to the ground it kills them oh Ooh. 
<clears throat> but that wouldn't affect what he's wanting to do. Well, and, but a lot of times what you do is if it's unacceptable the way it is, you just gamble that it's going to be respond well to the pruning. Yeah. And you just kind of take that into consideration, kind of modify it. But and you they're, only, they're, they're unpredictable. Yeah, you only take a third of it at the most every year. Yeah. Take a third of it off. If you go ahead and cut that sucker down to where you want it to be, probably going to kill it, especially, mm. especially if it's over 10 years old. Mm. Okay, well, let me see. I'll keep watching my emails <clears throat> to see if we see a picture yet. I got an interesting mail the other day. Uh, <laughs> I always get weird mail. But... Uh, they're they're writing to me about plantanswers.com and uh, said, uh, I hope this message finds you well. I'm following up with you to see if you had a moment to review my message about contributing an article to plantanswers.com. If you're wondering about the process, it's pretty simple. You choose a topic and we get started on a draft following guidelines that you have. The article would be strictly editorial and once completed you're welcome to make or request for me to make any edits so that it's up to your editorial standards. Let me know if you have any questions. I would be happy to help. No, Barry, named Barry, uh, the problem with this is, I don't know where this guy's located, but uh, he can't uh, he can't predict or remedy our situation here. Just like if he's if he's in Austin, yeah, it's different or, or Dallas, uh, he wouldn't have to worry about uh, watering the trees after you after yeah. you plant them for two years. That's a unique problem to this area. That's one of the good things about Plant Answers is it's yeah specifically for this, which yeah I was reading something um, online and somebody was complaining about uh, oak mm-hmm. wilt. Yeah. And uh, this was on a social media. It was on um, Next Door. And someone brought up a good point, which was, you know, so many people are moving here from areas where there doesn't, there isn't oak wilt. No. That they're not educated on what to do and how to how to uh, trim and you know what it is what it looks like and all that and so yeah but that's the good th- but plant answers too is that that's for people who have just moved here that's a great resource because it's yeah it's, it's researched and researched and researched and lots of uh trial and error and yeah and we've got uh calvin's articles on that too yeah uh, that are written specifically for uh, local people in uh, in Saturday's uh, newspaper, and you you send them out to some locals like uh, Wilson County and yeah. New Braunfels, Nixon. Uh, are you still in Nixon? Gonzalez, Dar- Dilly, yeah. and Smiley. Are Smiley, in- yeah, that was one. <laughs> yeah, but it, uh, oh, what the heck is that? <laughs> But anyway, it's a, it's a rural. Yeah, it's area. a rural area. Um, and then, of course, Pleasanton. 
Calvin's all over South Texas. I don't know. Six. Six different. Uh, and we, we're we looking at uh, uh, yeah, what to do, what to plant. And uh, uh, and Neil Spear is a... Uh, uh, this has been a couple of weeks back and he said trees and shrubs fall planting gives them months to establish new roots before summer that ain't right not here but they need moisture to do this I I put that in there okay so uh, I'm sure see, Neil see, doesn't appreciate. Well, see Neil, Neil be okay <laughs> with your editorial. Uh, yeah, see Neil, uh, he's in Dallas and they got good rains up there. Yeah. So he's quit talking about the drought. But when you look at the severe drought map, we're in the we're in the target. I mean, we're the target area. It's it's not as bad uh, south of here, and it's not as bad. Definitely not as bad uh, east of here, but in San Antonio, we're still under a severe drought, and they people need to use uh, the sprinklers and and whatever on the on their water day, of course. Thank you. Jerry's so conscientious about that. What's Jerry? But uh, and and the what the best thing to get for Christmas if you're around here. Is a timer. Yeah, that's actually another good gift idea. Yeah, and they're cheap. And I know that wouldn't matter to people. Don't get don't get those expensive ones. You know, there's some some with a clock on it and all that. No, you just want the simplest timer you can get. It costs about uh, I think it cost me eleven dollars. Mm. Ten or eleven dollars. You spent ten or eleven dollars. Uh, well, Jeremy did. Okay, uh, he ordered. <laughs> he said, "Just sit down, Dad. He, oh, I know you're not going to spend this money. I'll get it for you." <laughs> he ordered uh, off of is it Yahoo? They were no, Amazon. Amazon. There you go. He ordered it at uh, ten o'clock one morning, and we got it at three o'clock the next day. Yeah. Some of them That's will do unbelievable. that. Unbelievable. Now, actually, some of them you can order at ten o'clock and get it at three o'clock the same day, and you keep getting <laughs> these alerts. You know, I mean, to the point where you can actually track it on the map. It's coming down the street. <laughs> you can actually get some with drones. Oh, is that right? Have you gotten some stuff with drones? No, I've not. Have not gotten any. Yeah. Oh, that they, sounds... show, they keep showing pictures and yeah. articles. Oh, that's pretty cool. I would go out and shoot them. <laughs> Claim your package. Yeah. <laughs> Let my package go. Yeah, that. You're, right at, you're at the right address. Oh, that would be a good way to get uh, the neighbor's Christmas gifts. Uh-huh. Just, when the drone comes over yeah. looking for his hat. Pop him out of there. The views and opinions <laughs> and advice uh, by Dr. Jerry Parsons is purely his own and does not necessarily reflect uh, I, anybody else anywhere, you, anytime. You hit hit a drone with 12-gauge uh, yeah. bird shot and that Oh, t- okay. Richard sent me the down. picture. Oh, okay. Here's, here's a picture. That's a pretty hedge there, Richard. Here's Richard's hedge. Can you see what that is? Calvin's looking at it right now, Richard. <laughs> Hope you're still listening. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think that's boxwood. Look at that. Okay. Or that or dwarf. All right. What do you think that is? Dwarf. Uh, 
Yopan. Yeah. You going with boxwood? Oh. Yeah. Okay. So, do you have any any differences in your advice now no. that you know it's boxwood? Uh-oh. That's a nice. That's a nice looking boxwood. Yeah, yeah. It sure is. And they do good at entryways and uh, growing in small areas. Yeah. But uh, he can he can trim that back if he wants to make it more formal. Uh, you got a lot of uh, long sprouts sticking out of there, mm. and so he can trim it back. Uh, but I, like I said, I'd wait till uh, probably February, okay. March. And the the one one third rule is still yeah good yeah his his will probably not die if you don't <laughs> always they. It is, preserve themselves better. They either die or it takes two to three years to come back. Oh. <laughs> I know because I did that in front of in, I was, our, I was wondering our if church. Was, <laughs> I said, I want to show these people how to get rid of it because the, the shrubs had grown over the sidewalk. So I said, we'll just take them down two-thirds, whatever. And I brought my chainsaw over there and took them down, and they stayed that way about two to three years. Mm. And they didn't all all. Did you have to go in the back way? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, there were sermons about this afterwards. <laughs> I always said, "Who in the hell cut these yeah. shrubs down?" <laughs> yeah. They didn't that's, know how to do it. That's terrible. Huh? That's just terrible. <laughs> All right, well, let's take a quick break. While we do, you give us a call, 210-308-8867. Richard, I hope that helped you. Thanks for sending the picture. Uh, if you've got something you want to talk about on the air and you want to send me a picture, just Milton, M-I-L-T-O-N, at K-L-U-P.com, or you can even just email a quick question, Milton at K-L-U-P.com. All right, we'll take a break. Come back in a moment. You're listening to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 a.m., The Answer. Watch out. You better not cry, no, you better not pout, because me, I'm going to tell you why. Santa Claus come brought himself to town. Now he's making a list, he's checking it twice. He going to find out just who naughty and night. Santa Claus come brought himself to town. Back to Millburgers Garden in South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The answer. Don't forget, uh, this holiday season, make sure your home is pest-free. Or if you're worried about it, or if you want to start the new year off right uh, with some good uh, good help to keep your home pest-free, Spider-Man Termite and Pest Control is the way to go. Spider-Man looks at the situation holistically. So what's what's your problem and what's causing it? So he'll treat. But one of the things that you often hear about Spider-Man service is, you know, we tried three other places before we found Spider-Man. And uh, we're glad we found him because he's the last one we went to because he's the one that t- turned out, told us it was coming. It was being caused by this. He sprayed or did whatever, treated, and then he fixed that problem. And now they're okay. In fact, a, a restaurant owner and I, a friend of both uh, Spider-Man and I, uh, had that problem. with, And they needed to be uh, pest-free to stay in business. So Spider-Man Termite and Pest Control is your friend and your web of protection section since 1976 210-656-3721 210-656-3721 
656-3721 or go spidermanpest.com. Was he in business before 1976? Um, uh, not as uh, well. Not uh, as Spider-Man. You, you know the Christmas story says not even a mouse. That's right. So I bet Spider-Man had been there. I think Spider-Man had been there because there were lots of things stirring. Yeah. Up until he got there. Right. And then yeah, not a creature was stirring after Spider-Man. Uh, there you yeah, go. Nice. I like that. <laughs> nice segue. All right. Especially two, if he used the good stuff. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, toll-free. It's 866-308-8867. What else is yeah, going on? Santa oh, didn't even have to worry about fleas no. on his reindeer. Nope. <laughs> That's right. If you use the right stuff. Talk to Spider-Man. If you've got fleas on your reindeer, <laughs> you talk to Spider-Man. He'll help you out. Okay. And he'll know where this call came from. <laughs> we have gotten 13 calls today about... Rain, reindeer and fleas. There you go. We need to stop. We need to tell that Milton and Jerry. To, <laughs> hey, um, uh, okay. so are we calling Larry? I called okay. yesterday, uh, last night, at okay. 8 o'clock. And, uh, Maybe next week. He Well, uh, he didn't return my right. call. I bet you he's harvesting. Oh, pecans. okay. Uh, on a day like today. Oh, be crazy not to. Yeah, uh, I guess that makes sense. Because they blew out yesterday. They blew off yeah. the tree yesterday. All the squirrels were waiting yeah, for Yeah, so he's going to have to get out there and beat the squirrels. But yeah. anyway, we'll get him maybe okay. next week. Um, one thing I want to mention is that uh, we don't think about it very much, but uh, Neil writes about it quite often. It says, new pansies and other winter color plants... Uh, should be fertilized with water-soluble high-nitrogen food for the crickets' quickest start. Now, you know, we we think these pansies and everything are beautiful over here, uh, but give them, a, give them a month or so without fertilization, and they're going to decline. Hmm. So uh, it would be a good idea when you do water uh use a a water soluble high nitrogen food um when mix in with uh, with your water uh that would be something like miracle grow or i must grow <laughs> no <laughs> wait a minute that's something different <laughs> or has to grow or wish it would grow any any of those things. acid what is the <laughs> but it's one that's uh, high acid. It's not, it's yeah. not mere acid, is mere it? Mere acid, yes. Uh, okay. Yeah, that'd be good, too. That one works well. All right. <laughs> but anyway, uh, also, uh, I mentioned several weeks ago that uh, do you recommend uh, fertilizing your spinach, Calvin, or your... Bedding I plants? I do. During the spring? Yeah. In the winter? I I try to I try to have the new beds fertilized pretty generously. Yeah. And then I I I uh try to fertilize well, at least once every three weeks. Okay. The onions and stuff too. I all the all plants. Huh? 
I said for the onions and for oh, the yeah yeah for sure the onions okay and uh, yeah, for yeah, pansies yeah. and stuff Pan- pansies uh, the initial fertilization for sure uh, I'm probably not as conscientious on yeah. later fertilizations for those but they, they yeah. seem when you will and I also use 1959 quite often so yeah, there you go I get a nice. Long. Oh, that remember yesterday I was I was bragging on those white pansy <laughs> blooms. They're just yeah, exce- exceptional, very attractive. One thing with pansies, when you put that fertilizer down, like nineteen five nine slow release, uh, you you want to put it. Of course, it's dry when you put it on, but you want to sweep the the leaves, the foliage, so, so the fertilizer will fall to the ground. Yeah. Because if pansies are planted so closely, they'll that fertilizer stop on the leaves, yeah. and it can can burn holes in the leaves. It's even even uh, possible. Well, every year we hear about tomato plants yeah. getting getting burnt by the fertilizer, just getting getting it too close to the stems. Yeah. Side dress, of course, the tomato plant has a does a really good job of getting that root system yeah. on there. But uh, the uh, the deal is uh, uh, with that slow release, it's much harder to to burn the plants than it was what used to be with ammonium sulfate and those quick release nitrogen forms. Uh, uh, also, uh, we mentioned spit. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> But anyway, <laughs> anyway, we're uh, we mentioned spinach, and I'm looking over there, and spin- so I see spinach transplants that are actually ready to harvest some some leaves. But if if you want to uh, make sure that you have some spinach for Christmas, uh-huh. uh huh, now's the time to plant it, and this weather is just perfect for spinach. Now, last week, uh, when all that misty rain, about five or six days in a row. The spinach like that? That's dangerous for spinach. I was wondering. Gets uh, white rust, uh, which is a fungus, and blue mold and those types of things. The good news (laughs) about our spinach here, it comes back to the regional thing, is Dr. Stein uh, furnishes the growers... With spinach seed, um, and uh, that seed is uh, they're hybrids, and they're resistant to a lot of those things that we used to worry a lot about. But uh, that weather we had first of this week, uh, that that killer for uh, white rust and everything like that, any any fungus disease. Well, don't uh, don't wish that on us now. The the uh, spinach has been looking wonderful <laughs> and growing well. And, oh yeah, and, I'm just telling yeah, you. Then he'll be yeah, next week. He'll say the spinach has passed. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm just telling you that's ideal uh, because it was enough rain, enough water, moisture to wet the leaf surface, and that's where the fungus begins yeah. to grow. I had one question. Uh, in one of the uh, Q and A's, 
about uh, har- what was the best way to harvest spinach. All you know, to take out the whole plant yeah. or leaf by leaf. Not for home gardening, uh, no. Yeah, and I su- I suggested. What do you think, Jerry? I suggested uh, eight eight plants that'll be enough for a, a family of four. Mm-hmm. If you do those leaf by leaf, yeah. Uh, and and uh, you you fertilize them, and they're growing rapidly. Uh, but that yeah yeah you want to. You want to take the big leaves at, at the bottom. They are always at the bottom, but uh, <laughs> you don't you don't want to cut the whole plant like the commercial people do. But uh, <laughs> uh, uh, you want to uh, because spinach is slow to grow back. E- even if it's well established, it'll take much longer to rejuvenate itself than Swiss chard will. But the only difference is you can eat spinach. Yeah. Swiss chard, you, can <laughs> eat, you just <laughs> I don't, don't Cal- necessarily taste I, it. I, I thought Calvin wasn't listening. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Calvin's got a fan. I don't know. Anyway. Right. Uh, also, I suggested for, to people with uh, growing onions and... Uh, I planted my onions. Oh, did you? Two uh, two packs made five eight-foot rolls. (laughs) Uh, Did uh, you do it yesterday afternoon? Yes. In that wind and cold? Uh Uh-huh. Calvin, you're too old to be doing that. You should have waited until today. It's nice. Calvin doesn't care. I had the help of my Westies. Oh. Who think helping me is oh, to no. sit right in front of me there yeah. right? <laughs> on the row? <road>, huh? <laughs> yeah, and then get hurt, get their feelings hurt when I tell them to get out yeah. of the way. <laughs> they want to participate. They love you. But anyway, uh, I wanted some of you to try uh, putting uh, Osmocote Plus on under the uh, two inch under the. Uh, the uh, onions and mm. and spinach, and you just try half of your plants with the osmocote, and then the other half uh, you grow as normal. But uh, you say, well, using the osmocote—that's a long-release product, especially in that's the. That's what food. I would say. Is that what you'd say? I was going to say that. Why didn't you mention that before I mentioned it? Right, well, <laughs> now that I brought it up. Okay. But uh, onion, how, how long does an onion crop last? June 1. Huh? June 1 at uh, least, probably. <laughs> at least my I, I generally target June 1. Oh, June 1st. Okay. Yeah. So that's <coughs> from... Uh, yeah, that's ba- basically December through June. So seven months, and that's about how long. Months. That's about how long they say Osmoco Plus is going to last. So you don't have to worry about side dressing. Yeah, that'd uh, be interesting. Maybe some of our folks will do that. Yeah, copious amount. Copious amount. <laughs> and uh, I don't. I, th- I think we're going to put it two inches. Under the plants, inch to two inches under the plant. All right. So and why is that? So you're going to dig your hole. Yeah. Well, yeah. 
Are you digging a hole for planting onions? No. <laughs> no or or a trough. Well, yeah. I, I, yeah, I like the trough, and then you just push them like you mentioned. Okay. Yeah. Knuckle deep, right? Because that's where the roots are going to go. Yeah, right. I right. imagine you're a pistol. Uh, sometimes I know, you know what I'm it talking t- about. It took our researchers <laughs> years to figure that out. I just figured it out in a few seconds. I don't know. The researchers don't call me anymore. They don't ask. I don't know. <laughs> All right, we're going to take a quick break. Don't forget, next week here at Mill Burgers, you'll be hearing us talk to Santa, maybe, or you'll hear the train go by. So why don't you come on out and enjoy it with us? It's going to be a beautiful day. Weather forecast calling for 71 degrees is the highest. So come join us next Saturday and Sunday here at Mill Burgers for their big open house. Get more details at millburgernursery.com. We'll take a break and come back in a moment on 930 AM, The Answer. We're back with Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 930 AM, The Answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. We're broadcasting live from Millburgers Landscaping and Nursery, 1604 on Boulevard Road on a beautiful sunny day. It's in the low 70s because it was a 70 when we started. Feels nice. No breeze. Oh, uh, and uh, just, just coolness in the air. Yeah, the flags <laughs> the flags are tuckered out from yesterday <laughs> when they were yeah. uh, they were all over the place. And the trees were dancing yesterday. Yes, they were. Did we ever figure out what your tree was? You want to ask Calvin? Or, oh. Um, Is that, a, you think that orange or uh, yellow tree out there? Next to the loquat. Is that a, a cedar elm? Kind of looks like this one, I guess, too, right? Is this a cedar elm? Yeah. You mean yeah, the, the uh, orange one? Yeah. Yeah. I don't think so. Uh-oh, you know? Uh-oh. Well, Unless it's pretty early, we, I guess we could go look. Uh, it looks like... The Montezuma cypress is getting some fall color. Yeah. Yeah. Like Greg says, brown's a color. That's a reddish brown. That uh. counts. <laughs> well... <laughs> We, we, we'll give it some slack. We, we've taken all the color we can get in San Antonio. In <laughs> well, that's true. What's the one that you, you all really like for color? Was it pistache or something? Yeah. yeah. But you don't like it for other reasons. <laughs> uh, uh, well, it's on. It's second or third on uh, Neil Spurrier's list. Of what? Of, of Desirable? Best, best trees to plant wow. in this area. Okay. It's probably, probably one on... Uh, the Jerry, one of our Jerry sidekicks up there in Dallas. Uh, yeah, Steve George. Steve George. How <laughs> did he? But I mean, <laughs> of course, the berries on Chinese per se. That's it. Are spectacular. Uh, at the this bird, time, the birds agree with you. Yeah, yeah. They they really like them. But uh, the it my tree is loaded with with those little berries. And I see I see them all over town, and the berries a lot of times turn red, so they're kind of a pretty tree. But they they've taken over my neighborhood. Seedlings oh, have taken hmm. over my neighborhood big time. We don't we don't want to, uh, Milton. We probably should declare the Chinese pistache we have as a different species, so uh, <laughs> a hybrid and uh, not, no, not not associated with Jerry's. In fact, my oh. my Chinese pistache is one of the first ever planted in San Antonio. Huh. Or during that promotion. Uh, they used to, they planted, we found some, uh, John Fannick uh, knew of some 
at the old uh, USDA uh, 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 research station out at, around Stinson, Stinson area. And uh, we went out there and looked, and they sure enough, a lot of Chinese pistachio out there along the riverbank. But they had not spread, <laughs> you know, they were thick along the riverbank, which means they probably came up from subsealing. But uh, we ignored that. When we said. And about the, about the only thing we could say is Chinese pistachio is a good tree, if you can find a male, and they, uh, several okay. people, well, several people have found male Chinese pistachios which don't have berries. Oh, still have uh, all the attributes of a Chinese pistachio. But uh, how can you tell if it's male? Just they don't have berries. Don't have berries. All right, two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Marty, give us a call back. We lost you accidentally, so give us a call Did back. Did did you disconnect, Marty? I, I don't again? know what happened. Poor Marty. You do that all the time. I know. Sometimes it happens. <laughs> but Marty, call us back. Uh, we dis- didn't disconnect him. Maybe we got some. Uh, he's got some information on pecan oil for us. Yeah, yeah, could be. All right, two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven and toll free. I thought Trace was going to come up here. We could ask him about that tree. <laughs> all right, two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Uh, I'm ready to harvest some broccoli. Oh, yeah. That's and, right. You uh, planted yours early, didn't you? Yeah. and Some uh, big plants. Oh, they're all, all, all of the greens are doing well. Um, and. Uh, are the broccoli heads pretty large? Yeah. Fairly large. Yeah, but they're, they're, they could get larger. Yeah. They're about okay, this, that's good. Um, well, they're, all, pl- they're awful tight. I like them a little bit. Loose, more mature. Yeah, um, they get loose. And the Brussels sprouts have got small heads on our on the stems. That's unusual for Brussels sprouts. Usually, they don't mature until spring. Yeah, they're not. They're not. Uh, they're a little pickable, bitty. but they're little. Oh, guys. okay, okay. Little guys, cauliflower, big, big leaves. Yeah, and they they always sneak up on me when the, the <laughs> heads. Well, the usual thing is uh, we, when we start harvesting broccoli, and you'll say, well, the cauliflower should be soon behind it. And I'll say, uh, it's not even doing anything. Uh, <laughs> and I'll go back to the garden, and there that, that, that head that I hadn't seen is suddenly yeah. as, big, as big as a soccer ball. You know? Yeah, that's, that's, been a, that's been on the market, uh, a variety on the market uh, for a long time. 30 or 40 years but uh the uh, the uh, farmers like that like that one because if they plant it fairly close together it'll cover the heads and uh the white and keep them white blanch yeah. them out so to speak what did we use we so, used to put, oh we used to tie the, tie leaves. the leaves on yeah so. marty's back we got you back, Marty. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. What's Quick, going on? Uh, disconnect him. Yeah. He'll never know. Can you do that? <laughs> Let's just pretend. Oh, we lost I you, Marty. Uh, call yeah. us back. Yeah. Oh, poor Marty. I, oh, okay. I, I, What's going on, Marty? I feel honored and unwanted and wanted at the same time. <laughs> it's a confusing feeling when people call this show. There it is. <laughs> what is it? A dichotomy or something like that? Yeah, something like that, yeah. 
there you go. Yeah, I have a question. I have a two two plants: uh, Tiff uh, blueberry and the Victoria grape. Uh, yep. Do I give them special treatment? I know it's a covering, no. or do I fertilize them, or what? Well, let's see. If you, is is the blueberries are the blueberries in a in a container? They're in a container. Yes. Okay, you're gonna. Uh, I probably wouldn't fertilize them until uh, early spring, like February. Okay. And uh, okay. and you would use uh, Osmocote Plus. Oh, okay. I've got some of that. Good man. I've got uh, some of that. Then, uh, <laughs> then the, of course the grape is going is going to be dormant, and. Right. Uh, so we usually don't think about fertilizing grapes very much, but uh, if you want to fertilize, if it didn't make a lot of new growth, the new canes, uh, you can use some uh, slow release 19.59 in February. February again, okay. Right before they, right before they sprout out. Did, no, how, did no, it make any new canes this year? No, uh, they made no new new canes. I just got them last year. And it was a fairly young plant, but it, okay. but it did grow. It did grow. Okay, good. Okay. Yeah, and uh, my main concern is that uh, I have them outside. Do I bring the the pots in or just leave them out? No, leave them out. Both uh, of them. Bl- yeah, blueberry and uh, uh, grape uh, in this area are pretty cold hardy. It probably, okay. probably, well, the blueberry probably went through the cold, the, the severe cold that we had. Did you leave them out yeah. when that severe cold? They're, yeah, they were out. Okay. Yeah. Probably yeah, didn't, and they, and they, probably helped the they, blueberry. Yeah, they, they still look pretty good. I, I, I saw them uh, this morning, and they still look pretty, pretty, pretty good. Yeah. And I'm, I was surprised, but uh, and that was, like I said, my main concern, because I know, you know, it's fall, and I know we'll, we'll be going into winter before too long. Yeah, don't worry about that. Concern. You got okay. two two cold hardy plants, so. okay. especially the blue. Okay, well, okay. Well, I want to thank you guys very much. Always okay. give some great yeah. information. And Marty, I'm sorry we don't and have that, any pecan oil. I'm really interested in that. We'll have to keep yeah. working on finding that. Yeah, that be, it'd be interesting. Uh, uh, I know uh, my, my wife she likes to experiment with different kind of cooking oils, olive oil and, and stuff like that, vegetable oil, but. Uh, that kind of intrigued me, that, that pecan oil. I saw so that, a website that. in my searches. It was like pecan. They got a great website name. It was pecanoil.com. But they're, there they're they're selling it. So they're a brand, and they just got right. a great. But, uh, you know, if, if you want to be skeptical about some of the information they give, you know, probably is not a bad idea. But the uh, uh, but it was interesting, the heat point, the uh um, yeah, keep uh, keep the nuts from burning, right? No, no, no. That's when you're sautéing things. You, the higher when oil. Okay, so now the the I don't, I'm not a doctor. I don't even play one on the radio, but it's my understanding, which could be wrong, that the lower the heat point of the oil you use to say sauté something or or cook okay. and stuff, the uh, the oil becomes not so good for you. I don't think it's toxic. So the higher the okay. the higher the burn point or something, the better. Right. So like rapeseed oil okay. has really high burn point, and so does pecan oil apparently. Right. I'm interested. Well, uh, it's not they, cheap though. What, Woof. What was that, Dr. Parson? What was they call it? The tannin? That's what you said. The tannin. Little, the little yeah. Thing. Yeah. Tannin. Then, yeah. Get those out of there, and, and you're good to go. 
rent them under yeah. the hood, and hey, and you roll in with a blow. You know, that's one of my favorite. One of my favorite. Uh, uh, not like you should say, but the show the cashews. But man, you can't beat. But you can't beat pecans. They're good for you too. They are. Yeah. I, I put them in my little banana cookies that I make. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Pe- okay. Pecan, pecan candies. Thanks yeah, there you go. Marty's got the okay. right idea. Thanks, man. Yeah, take care. You too. Okay, bye-bye. 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 All right, that'll free up a line at 210-308-8867. And if you have a better way to explain what I tried to explain, you can call in I at 210 308-8867. I don't understand a word you said, but that's good. Okay. So, like. Banana? Didn't you catch the banana cookies? No, you might have caught that. No? Yeah. Can you have bananas? I heard a really interesting uh, story about bananas. Uh, and why they're so uh, cheap, and they're, it was sounded like the... Um, it was on public the, t- Yeah, public did, you hear, did you hear going home? Okay, yeah, the, uh, the Cavendish and the, the, the main thing that... You'll, I thought, thought y'all would appreciate it, so I'm glad Calvin got to hear it. Uh, the thing that made them uh, so easy was also the thing that made them very vulnerable, and that was they explained that they were genetically all the same, um, so the, they knew how long they would take to ripen. They had, you know, they were all yeah, very consistent. Yeah, yeah. They knew how they'd go through the ripening process, what to do. But I think it made them more vulnerable to disease because they were all genetically the same. So mm-hmm. does that sound right? You, you just yeah, it was fascinating. So, but, but they're harvested green. Yeah, and then they, they and said. And then they ship them, and then they treat them with the ethylene gas. Yeah. And they, they, I mean, they can fine-tune the the ripening process oh, down yeah. to minutes, it seems like. Yeah. And we, we talked about the largest, uh, biggest banana ripening room in the United States is where? I don't remember. H-E-B. H-E-B. Oh, is that right? Right down there by, uh, uh, off of 35 South. Mm-hmm. And according to their sources, it's the most uh, popular or the most sold fruit in the world. Oh, yeah. I, I wouldn't doubt that. Okay. Anyway. Fourth. Fourth. Is it fourth? Four, fourth uh, most agricultural crop. Oh, yeah. okay. Grain, yeah. The grains are. Yeah, the grains are. Rice, or rice and wheat and corn. Are <laughs> All right. 210-308-8867. 210 8867. We got a question in. It says, Why is Carolina jessamine so leggy? All right, maybe Trace knows. <laughs> All right, he's walking right into it. He's going to pick up the mic. Hey, Trace, why is Carolina jessamine so leggy? Jessamine. Jessamine? Okay. Well, that depends on where you're looking. So, so <laughs> vines themselves grow very sparse or sporadic all the way up to whatever the top of the thing is that's supporting them. They fill that out pretty good, but the bottom is always weak. Yeah. Okay. The answer is there are only three things that will make Carolina jessamine thicken up. Ample moisture, generous nitrogen, uh, and and full or nearly full sunlight. So Milton, most people let it grow up, and they never trim the top. Yeah, they so never that way trim. the top gets really full and overhangs oh, okay. the bottom. And a lot of so people the lack use, of, use it in the shade. The, the, lack, yeah. the lack of light is what makes 
it stay worse down towards the bottom. Oh. Yeah. Do jasmine like their or jasmine like their feet wet? No, not, oh, okay. not for you. Not for me. Okay. <laughs> and, and, and I've, I've noticed the stickers now, Trace, that say not recommended for Milton. Don't think that doesn't hurt a little bit. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but we tell you the truth. Whether you like it or not, That's we tell right. you the truth. That's nice. Hey, we need a, a, tree, a tree ID. The tree next to the loquat out there that's oranging up? Pretty sure it's an elm. Oh, he's trying to take a picture of you with the thing. Oh, he's trying to get all the information. Uh. Oh, yes. So you think it's a cedar elm, too? I, I think it's a cedar elm from here. Okay. It would make the most sense being yellow. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we just noticed it yesterday. I mean, that's pretty yellow. <laughs> it's only been there for probably 20 years. I uh, know. Okay. Well, so I guess a, that's... We're not very attentive. Uh, not. <laughs> we, we're we're so concentrated on this. Yeah, on this we, we we focus. We focus. Yeah, and the uh, both of us. Uh-huh. Uh huh. We were pointing out the color on the Montezuma cypress. Yeah, yeah. it's a little color. Now, what is y'all are so mean to the Montezuma <laughs> cypress? Jerry's like Bra- brown yeah, is brown's a color. A color. Yeah, it's exactly what go. Jerry said. That's what. That's a reddish brown. It's got a. It's not a. Not a, like a dead brown. Where's it? It's not like a wood brown here. Some, That's, some years you'd say that if you had to sweep it up. Oh, probably. No. So. <laughs> some years uh, they do have a more reddish color, especially the uh, the. Uh, some years it doesn't fall off as fast. Yeah, notice that, but but they're always the, the same color. The yes. green to brown to off. <laughs> yeah. Is, yes. Good. The ones that turn color are the uh, the other cypress. Uh, Montezuma or ball cypress. Oh, okay. Ball cypress, which I don't green, like. Green to brown to off. Yeah. So what else will be? We're, it's hard to get San Antonio fall color. Is that the? Oh, yeah. Well, if, if brown or Texas yellow is a color. Oak. Yeah, the uh-huh. Texas red oak are pretty. So Schumart red oak, I think, is more liable out of the red oaks, but it needs deep soil, and most places around here don't have that. The uh, Also, what has really nice color some of the crepe myrtles. Yellow is a color, you bet. Yellow and orange. I'm uh, looking at that guy. I would have to say the prettiest I have seen this year. Yeah? Is a flame leaf sumacs that are up and down the, the back roads to my house. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, they're pretty. They don't last very long, but they're pretty. So they stood out. They stood out even in the night in the headlights. Really? Yeah. <laughs> what cool. is that? And I had to explain it to her. I thought she said, "Don't talk to her about." I thought we discussed that. She said, "Don't talk to her about trees in the car." Like that guy needs to water his more often. No. <laughs> she asked me a question. That's true. I guess so. Me, it's different. Me just offering an answer. You're right. <laughs> All right. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. We mentioned earlier. We'll do it again before we go to break. That uh, next weekend, the third and fourth, Santa will be here Saturday, taking pictures. And uh, Saturday, taking we're taking pictures. We're taking yeah. Sunday, you're on your you're own. on your own. But Santa will be here too. Uh, the little red shoot. That's from eleven to one. Uh, so when we're here, Santa will be here. Uh, little red choo choo. Wow. Yep. This time they won't be yelling things at people on the porch. Yes, they will. Uh, you'll, just, be, you'll be that elf. Okay. We'll be, <laughs> look at the elves. Ah! 
<laughs> uh, we have um, balloon animals. We do. We have face painting. Are those also 11 to 1? They are. Okay. Uh, Train 11 to 1. Right. And then the proceeds benefit a local nonprofit. They do. Do we uh, remember who? No, you were supposed to look that up. I did. It went away, I think. Okay. We'll have, I'll go run and ask Stace. She'll know. Um, but, uh, yeah, that's all next weekend here at Millburgers. We have wassail and popcorn for everybody. So come on out and be a part of that. Go to millburgernursery.com for more details. We'll take a break and come back in one moment on Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM, The Answer. It's gonna be okay. Cause this year I'll be home. I'm gonna do the end of Christmas Day. Oh, 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 mama. I'm gonna find a way. Your little boy's coming on home. I'm gonna do the end of Christmas Day. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM. The answer, we go right to those phone lines at 210-308-8867 because we have Evelyn on the line. And then, Catherine, you're up next after Evelyn. 210-3. What's that? Or you, okay. Hi there, Evelyn. What's going on? I wanted to ask, I uh, have the, the spinach and the onions planted already, so how do I use the fertilizer now instead of putting it? Well, have, what have you got any slow release? Nineteen five nine. Oh. Yes, I do. Not the slow release. It's two different kind, right? The slow release and then the original or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Are the numbers on there nineteen five nine? Uh yes. That oh. okay. I use that for the onions. Okay. Well, that'll be good for the onions and. Uh, what did you say you had? Onions and Tomat- spinach. Um, spinach. Spinach? Uh-huh. Yeah. I didn't use the, it for, for the spinach. I didn't use that, though. I had it in a big barrel. Yeah. Oh, okay. Of course, you know the best thing for Osmocote Plus. Okay. I didn't know that before I started. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, just regular Osmocote's okay. But uh, in, in containers... That's hard well, that's to beat. what I need for the containers. I've got the, the yeah, okay. Well, for the spin, um, onions. I'm all mixed up. Sorry. Okay. Well, uh, yeah, you can use a. Uh, you won't be careful with that uh, 1959 slow release in a container. Not to use too much because you can. I don't know if you can burn an onion or not. Uh, yeah, you could probably kill kill it, kill a, I don't know if you could kill an onion with too much fertilizer, but with well, Osmocode, well, you're never going to get too much fertilizer. Okay, I applied the uh, fertilizer for the onions before my son-in-law killed it in. Okay, that's great. Oh, want, okay, but I, okay. But for the uh, spinach, though, I want to know what to do without that. Okay, uh... Uh, it's, in a, it's in a container, you said? Yes. Okay. Well, uh, you could use your Osmocote. Uh, you sprinkle it around on top or do... Yeah, right. Okay. Not too close, though. Well, well with Osmocote, it doesn't matter. Oh, you can't okay. burn a plant. All right. And, uh, but with a, if you want to use a, a, 
uh, granular fertilizers like 1959, you would have to sprinkle it around yeah. <laughs> and kind of work it into the soil there or uh, in the potting mix. Okay. But uh, you need to get some Osmico for Christmas. I have it, sir. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, did you uh, did you pull up those uh, uh, peppers like we were talking about? Not yet. But I'm fixing to go out there this afternoon. It's a gorgeous day. I don't know what yeah, I'm doing in the so house nice right now. Okay. Good deal. All right. Thank, Thank you for calling. Thanks, everyone. We'll talk to you again. All right. We have Catherine on the line at 210-308-8867. Hi, Catherine. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? I'm okay. Thank you. Good. What can we, how can we help you? I had bought a tomato plant from uh, Millburgers. Unfortunately, I live in an apartment right now, but I've been <laughs> making sure they have a lot of sun in my plants. I, it, it, how do you so make bought, How do you make sure they get a lot of sun? Put them in my window where I have direct sunlight. Are you growing them in the house, tomatoes? Yes. For now, no. I had them outside, but then it got cold. Oh, oh so she okay. just brought them in to protect them. Did it have fruit on it? Yes, three little ones. Uh, Do you remember the variety? No. Uh, how, how big? Are, how big are the fruit? Big as a golf ball? Big as a tennis ball? Uh, one, two of them are as big as a golf ball. Tennis ball. Okay. Well, I'm afraid if they're not big as a tennis ball, they're not. They're never going to ripen, even in the in the house in the sun. Right. But, uh, it's a red deuce. Right. Oh, red deuce. Oh, that's a good one. But uh, it's. You can keep moving them in and out, like on a day like today, where no wind is not blowing and cool and nice. And can you put them out on a patio? I can, but my son is from the backside right now. Oh, okay. That's stupid. Now, what's, what low temperature should she bring them in? Maybe she maybe she's any, bringing them in a little early. Any anything? Well, I made it froze out there. That's what she was trying oh, to okay. keep away from. But uh, kind of like uh, uh, Billy. Billy. Uh, the uh, yeah, uh, take them in only when the temperature is going to be below uh, forty-five. Okay. But now, <laughs> you know, that's 45 at night and uh, early in the morning. So if, if they're saying, <laughs> you know, we, my old fa- favorite saying is uh, uh, if the weather guy says it's going to be 35, mm-hmm. that means it's either going to be 45 or 50 or 25. So you want, you want don't you don't definitely don't want them to ever drop below uh, uh, forty five. 
Okay. okay. Well, I'm going to take them back out if it's sunny because my front patio is there you the go. best sun. What are they in? Uh, containers? They're in containers. A pot, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is the pot big? I'm probably going to transplant it again because they tell me at least 15 inches across. Oh, okay. Did uh, are they caged? Uh, or how, how no, they, not uh, yet. Mm-mm. Oh, you. When did you plant them? I purchased them about a month and a half, two months ago, when y'all had your last one. Oh, okay, okay. So the well, girl told me they may stay green. I can still eat fried green tomatoes. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> you can do that with the smaller ones and. Uh, Keep the uh, uh, one of the golf balls. I mean, uh, tennis ball size. Uh, keep them in the in the sun and uh, let them. They they ripen. A tomato ripens according to heat units. In other words, the okay. amount of heat it gets. But uh, they may be mature when they get a little bit bigger than a tennis ball. And you can okay. uh, you can uh, take them off the vine if you're tired of fooling with them, and put them on the kitchen cabinet. And uh, if they're that size, they're probably ripening. All right, good to know. Thank you so much. Well, thank you for calling. Have a great day. Bye bye. Thank you. You take you care. Bye-bye. That'll free up a line at two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Beth is on the line. Hi, Beth. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How you doing today? Wonderful. Love the sunshine. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it's much better than yesterday. Yes. Oh, absolutely. I just wanted to comment on leaf colors y'all were discussing. In my my backyard, face a south side of my home, Spanish, I mean, not Mexican plum. Mexican plum is a fairly large tree now, and all of a sudden it just showed up with beautiful, clear yellow, not lemon yellow, but a little bit more toward orange, leaves. Just yeah. really sh- showing up, and it's the first time I remember it being so colorful, but it is it with the sun shining through it at this time right now, it's really pretty. There you go. And the oh, yeah. th- y'all were wondering about cedar elm. My uh-huh. cedar elms have not started turning yet. Usually later on they will be a really beautiful yellow, but they're yeah. not changing yet. Now, another one, I know everybody hates china berries, but the china berry I have in the backyard also has beautiful, clear, yellow leaves. Yeah, and that's right. Yeah. When, you, when y'all were talking about china other trees a couple of weeks ago, I so wanted to ask the question, why isn't it practical for new homeowners who have a, such an open backyard, you know, and whatever the builders plant, takes a long time to grow why it why couldn't they grow china berries with the goal of taking them out when their other desirable tree has survived the hot summers you know and yeah. able to able to grow to a good size no and nobody I, nobody uh, especially new 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 homeowners don't plan to plant a tree and then take it out later, and uh, that's why China berries China bear get extremely large uh, fairly quick. 
and they're, yeah. they're weak wooded. In other words, uh, did, haven't you noticed yours dropping limbs and things of bears? No. Well, it has bears, I mean. Well, this where I have them, there are. There was a big one many years ago, and we cut it down. Right. But it, spr- spr- it sprouted up, and okay. it provided such nice shade in the summertime for the windows, the south side of the house. But I always, and as I look at it now, I know that it is there to be cut, they're there to be cut down. Yeah. But one of the big buck deers who's been roaming around here for too long, and he has scraped a couple of the saplings like, scraped them all the way down to the hard wood. You know how they are. I'll be so glad when he gets right. past yeah, his, yeah. his age. But any, anyway, I will have to. I will cut them down. Yeah, well, have the, a, they have a beautiful wood, don't they? They have beautiful wood. I have, my Polish grandfather made several sets of dominoes mm. oh, out, yeah. out of out of China berry wood. He sent one set to President Roosevelt even when he became a when my grandpa came a citizen became a citizen. Anyway. Wow. <laughs> uh, the, the only thing about the dominoes, if you were real sharp, you learn when they're all turned face down, and you could remember which pattern had the double sticks. You know, so that yeah, yeah. that was that was one of the things. But he had made other things out of china berry wood. It's a, it's in the mahogany family. Right. Did right. You, yeah. A lot. So, of, a lot of people call it Texas mahogany. Yeah. Yeah. The, uh, and. I'm very sad. I'm very sad that you brought this up, and Johnson City Joe. Yeah, I thought has passed on. Yep. Oh, he was a big. Was, he was he was fighting the fight for China Berry. <laughs> for, well, when when I was a child and lived in South Texas, we would make our slingshots. Other words, another name for them that I won't say, but uh, yeah. we would make our slingshots out of the wood. The, why the branch of the china berries there and you it go. was a, it was the best place to find the right kind of shape for our slingshots there and then go. we could we could use some of the china berries for our ammunition <laughs> you know now <laughs> you anyway, you grew up in the wilds girl I did, yes, uh, sir. Young people don't understand what you're saying, but uh, and, that's and the way you, you amused yourself back in those days. That's right. And if they, if an old pair of shoes had, laced up had a tongue under the laces, uh-huh. that's what that's what you use for the part that you tied that you put your your china berries in your ammunition. Oh. You use that tongue, <laughs> so. Anyway, this, this lady man. has had experience with those. He has. Ab, at 92 years, yes, I go back, and I'm very <laughs> thankful for all the many things I've experienced in all of these years. Some of the things I'm not looking at, so hopefully now, but I look back and I'm thankful, grateful, you know, oh, for yeah. things. So, but anyway, I just wondered well, the yellow you. tree, the yellow tree that I'm looking at here is a. Mexican plum, yeah, and then right. the then I have a rough leaf dogwood, also oh in yellow, 
And then another place where I have a red bud, the leaves that are falling off and on the ground after they've lain there for a while, they are black. They Hmm. turn from their mottly yellow and brown to the prettiest shade of black. Wow. I collect them. I have them all pressed in a phone, in a phone book here, and I just wish four people would appreciate leaves. They're little sugar factories, <laughs> and they're just so interesting to collect a few of them and really look at them, top side and underside, and the venation. It's such a good hobby for yeah. people who are bored. <laughs> you know, you know. Well, if yeah. you if you'd get a computer or some something like that, you could, you know, look at Facebook all all day and uh, do all the things that these kids do. I don't think yeah. that's going to. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, it's just it's just so interesting to go out every day and look for some jewel, some gem in nature, you know, to kind of perk you up. So. There you yeah. go. Yeah, that'll work. So. All right. Okay. Uh, thanks, thanks, Beth. Thank y'all. You All take right. care. Bye-bye. Call us back. 210-308-8867. We're going to take a break. And while we do, you give us a call. 210-308-8867. More of Milberger's Gardening South Texas coming up on 930 AM. This is The Answer. and danser and prancer and vixon, comer and cupid and donner and britton, huh? But do you recall the very most famous reindeers of them all, huh? Randolph the Rouge, no reindeer. Now he had a very, very shiny, shiny nose, yeah. And if you ever see that, I'll guarantee you'll guarantee it blows. Back to Melberger's Gardening, South Texas, at 9.30 a.m. The answer, 210-308-8867. I'm trying to read Trace's, uh, Trace's thoughts here. I was just thinking, should, I, I was just thinking should, we, uh, should we limit him to the weather rather than the uh, <laughs> no, music I like selection? That no. no, it was okay. Yeah, next, next week we, uh, we, we did traditional yesterday. We had Cajun today, which was nice. I think that was for me. But uh, maybe next week, because we got this, we'll, we'll go back to traditional or country. Ooh. I like country Christmas. Uh, country Christmas. I All like right. That. Jim is on the line at 210-308-8867. Hey there, Jim. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? I'm good. How are you? Doing good. How can we help you? Is it too late to put St. Augustine down? Never. No. Our, yeah. our, our average winter, you can lay grass... Anytime. It could be zero or 120. All right. What should I do when I put it down? I don't have a roller. Do I have to roll it? The right, the right answer is yes. <laughs> could you dance on it? Probably. Yeah. Walk on it? Yeah. So I, I need to roll it, though. Yeah. Have you I, got a heavy set uh, neighbor or wife? <laughs> or girlfriend? I got, got me. You can roll her around. Right. <laughs> it's the right. It's the right answer. They're cheap enough to rent. Do it right the yeah. first time. That way, you're not having to do it a second. Yeah, it really All makes right. a difference. And then just water it a lot at the beginning. Yeah, um, twice a day if you can. A lot okay. depends on the weather. Doesn't yeah. it doesn't have to be a deep watering, but a frequent at the beginning, and then you gradually get put more space between watering, but water deeper 
for the first what couple weeks. Yeah, that's yeah. Do you are you in a restricted area? No, I'm on a well. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, two, we always said to uh, two times a day for the first two weeks, and once a day um, there. for a couple weeks, and then yeah. then you water two or three times a week. Yeah, be careful not to get it, keep it too wet, or you rot it. Yeah, right. Uh, okay. But uh, you know they they put grass down here on the. Uh, uh, the football field on blacktop on top of black yeah they created a pra- oh, yeah. practice field yeah but they just, they uh, they kept that it always comes with with soil on it so uh, you got you got to be sure to keep that moist all right that's very helpful i appreciate you guys sure all right. man. good luck thanks for listening you, you take you. care you 210-308-8867 210-308-8867 308-8867. You want to talk about your question you had uh, from that gentleman? Yeah, he was talking about uh, building a greenhouse. Hmm. And of course, his, his vision was that he was going to raise uh, tropical plants in the wintertime and uh, in, in the, in other plants in the summertime. And I to- told him in, in this climate, we generally use the uh, uh, greenhouse in the wintertime to protect plants from the cold, and it gets to be a real real hassle to keep it cool enough in the summertime to be practical yeah. for that kind of a, uh, yeah. growth. And even keeping it uh, cool enough in the wintertime, like <laughs> uh, we were... Yeah, cloudy and everything last first of last week, but on a day like this where the sun is shining and there's no wind blowing or whatever, you can get pretty hot in those greenhouses. Well, you, you just you have a good fan. My, my greenhouse is uh, like 85 right now, and I got the poinsettias in there, so Uh-oh. the fans kicked on and yeah. all those poinsettias started jiggling. <laughs> well, all you, all you have to be uh, reminded of is if you park your car in the parking lot uh. in the sun and get blasted when you open yeah. the doors. So it's it's hard to regulate uh, greenhouse temperatures. It's a, but, it's a, it's a real challenge. You yeah. definitely have to have a, a fan to pull the heat out even in the winter. But you, you, it's impossible to do in the summer. Yeah, I suggested that. Um, just, uh, ex- exp- I said, here's a whole nursery full of plants that survive in the wintertime. Mm-hmm. And, you, you know, you can, some of them are more challenged than the others. Oh, and yeah. You, you can... Uh, Experiment with them and work with them, and uh, really do a lot of uh, gardening in the winter. That uh, oh, to yeah. take advantage of this climate. Mm-hmm. Let's talk to Tom real quick at two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Hey Tom, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How you doing today? Doing great. Good. Hope you all are having a good day. Yes, oh, sir. Yeah. Had, a, had a quick question, I think. Right. Oh, I've got a. Um, I've noticed that my heads of cabbage that are forming, they feel like they're a little bit they're loose as opposed to a tight, firm head. 
and I didn't what know is, if that could... What is it? Pardon? Cabbage. Cabbage. Oh, okay. You you broke up there right at the beginning. You yeah. want to you oh. want to go over that real quick again? So your cabbage well, is not making a, a head. No, it's making no, it's a making head. head. It's just loose. It's just loose head, yeah, not real tight head that he's used to seeing. Almost. Yeah, it feels more like almost like lettuce, if if you will. Something that's just got a lot yeah. of space between the leaves. Yeah. When did you When did you plant it? Oh, um, I'm gonna guess about two months ago. I mean, it. Oh. it the plants are large, and you know the broccoli's just putting on a head now, and things like. So I think it's just timing. The, the timing's about right, but it's yeah. It just seems it, like the, the when I squeeze the head a little bit, it's a very kind of light, and I mean it's you yeah, know it got a lot of play in it. Do you remember uh, the variety? Did it have a tag in it? Well, I'm you, sure it did. Did you get well, it? Did you get it here? I don't even know. I, I bought so many plants this year. I don't even know where I got what. Okay. But it's you know I did you know it had a tag in it. I'm sure, but it's probably just one of the. I mean, I had almost call them generic. Give yeah. it a little more but time. I, Is that? Do you think they? I didn't know if I was watering too much, not enough, or fertilizing, or not, or. No. Uh, uh, you you only got one head doing that, or uh, all of them, all the plants? Well, I've got when I check the ones that are, they're all just kind of starting to form heads, but they just all they feel like they're kind of loose, and you know maybe they'll tighten up or produce a bigger, uh, a tighter head. You know, with a little bit more time, I wasn't sure. I just started. Yeah, I, th- I think if you if you give them a little more time, that they'll uh, okay. Tighten up a little bit. Okay. Well, that's all I needed. I was just th- I was you, thinking about that. You don't have to worry about uh, over fertilizing cabbage, or oh. o- or over watering, especially okay. this well, year. I, yeah. No, I was just thinking. You know, I just kind of you you search you you kind of try to figure out what you did or didn't do, and you think, well, what could I have done? And <laughs> and I just uh, thought maybe there was a quick answer or not. You know. Don't blame yourself. So it's going to be okay. It's not your fault, Tom. Okay. It's not your fault. And one, one thing, remember, cabbage has tight heads, but the leaves are the same ones that you're seeing loose. So you can yeah. break the break the leaves off. No. Eat them. Or yeah, break would, the leaves off. Yeah, I guess I could do that when I try to cut the heads out and help her. Uh, they go. seem to be a little... A little, the outer leaves seem to be a little tougher than the inner leaves, of course. Yeah. But aside from that, I'm sure they're still edible. And so I, let's say you had several, and they're all doing that same thing, right? Yeah, so they all feel about the same right now, so maybe it is just a timing issue. Yeah, it's timing. You just you just need to wait a little while. Okay. And I've learned you know, something. I've learned something yeah. over the years. It's never my fault. It's my wife's. Uh, oh, <laughs> so you can, you you can take that you how go. you want. All right. I appreciate you. Okay. Thanks, thanks man. for calling. All right. Uh, Did you want to come on the air with us, sir? Well, I don't want to ask the question. I don't care about being on the air. All right. Well, you, you, we have a few minutes left. Let's, will you come on the air with us? Here. We'll, we'll do the, Okay. Here. I'll give you. Tracy, give me that. I'll give you this. Here you go. I'll give you this. <laughs> Go ahead and tell us what you got. Okay, I've got this little ornamental Cleveland pear tree, okay? And it's looking <laughs> looking, looking pretty bad right now. 
and I don't know if it's a fungus or watering issue the, or what. The, leaf, the leaves curl, you mean? Uh-huh. Yeah, and then getting all brown, uh -huh. brown looking. Yeah, uh, how, how uh, old, it, how long has it been in the ground? It's about two and a half years old. Okay. How you been watering? Well, I've been it's watering in the ground, every, right? Every, uh -huh, right. Every couple of weeks, you know, but maybe it's not enough. Not enough. Got to water it more? Yeah. Okay. Just All water right. at the base of the plant very slowly so okay. it soaks. All right. Okay. All right. No problem. It'll, <laughs> it'll survive. Huh? It's right. going to survive. Okay. I appreciate it. Okay. Yeah. Thank that you was for easy. Thank Great you. job. Thank you. All right, got about a minute and a half left. Trace, uh, real quick, I guess, uh, let's talk about next weekend. All right, so it's our open house. Right. So we've got uh, Christmas cactus poinsettias, Nordman's, Nobles, Frasers, uh, some living trees, mm -hmm. Santa from 11 to 1. Yeah. Both Saturday and Sunday. Pictures uh, on Saturday. And I was wrong. We have a little more time than I thought. But. Oh, well, then I won't. I'll slow down. Okay. Uh, we've got face <laughs> painting and balloon art. <laughs> okay. Both days, also 11 to 1. We're going to run the train. Mm -hmm. um, let's see. But if you can't, um, the you can't ride the tra train. You can't ride the train. No. Uh, then... Uh, the parents follow the train. Yeah, sometimes. that's kind of cute. And this year going in the... Or they in, set up along the, the, the route and they <laughs> take pictures and videos. And in the, in the, this this year with all those Christmas trees back there, it's nice. Yeah, it's going to be nice. Uh, the proceeds benefit the Children's Shelter of San Antonio. Thank you. And um, we encourage <laughs> you to come on by. If you can't come by then, that's in, but you're looking for the best Christmas tree in town, you we got it. it. Yep. And uh, they're fresh cut, stored in water. Is that doing this okay? Yeah. Okay. So they uh, they look great. Uh, they help. They uh, keep that look when you get them into the house. Plus, you get in the stand here, too. Yes. So, can. yeah. And what's your motto, Milton? Nope. Not my motto. Not <laughs> going there. We run out of time. <laughs> you can email Jerry. Come on, Milton. For his motto. You don't want to know his motto, Trace. <laughs> okay. Um, but, yeah. So, look for at MillburgerNursery.com. All the details at MillburgerNursery.com. And come, uh, come say hi to us when you come by between 11 and 1, Saturday or Sunday. We'll say goodbye for today. Thanks for Al doing a great job. And we got all those calls at the end. Thanks to you for listening. I'm Milton Glick. On behalf of the docs, see you next week on Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM, The Answer. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs>